go. All right. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Vic Raw. I've been out of the mix. I've been in the cut. And I'm here to say what's up. I'm here with none other than Dream Girl. Um, Dream Girl, can you, you know, please introduce yourself? Who are you? Where are you from? And how did you even get, you know, in design to where you are today? Um, my artist name is Dream Girl, but my real name is Nina Simone. I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, what got me into design was I took a lot of fine arts class in high school, and there was one special class that you could only get into if you signed up for AP, which was called AP Studio. Mm. Um, I just signed up for it just because I just liked the arts and I ran out of credits. So um, it ended up being a computer graphics class, and they were teaching me how to like dot the vectors and create a circle. I just thought that was boring. So I started doing my own thing and just playing around with what I could play around with, and now I'm here. Um, I decided to go to college for it. I just graduated uh, with my BFA in graphic design. So, congratulations! And Thank you know, let, let let let's take a deep dive into you know, like you you got your first of all congrats, but second of all, like BFA, like graphic design. <laughs> what what pushed you to pursue that you know career role in college? And you know, why 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 did you say okay, this is the best route for me compared to maybe like YouTube tutorials or maybe trying to learn things online? Um, I think my biggest interest was being a part of the artist community for a second. Um, I feel like being an artist is about learning and continuing mm -hmm. to learn. So um, being that my college only specialized in arts and they were interested in you crossing disciplines and they didn't mind if you like, I took an aerial dance class. I took <laughs> like wild classes. Um, so that interests me the most because I felt like I learned from each aspect. Um, and even the location, I was in Philadelphia. So yeah. I was center city and like the mix of everything, like my kids were scattered in between buildings, just all over the place. Yeah. So I felt like that really helped me and inspired me to keep going and, and kept me inspired, but it also um, put me in the center of an arts community where I could go to the next class over and go to a music producer and talk to him about his work, or I could go downstairs to the fine arts department and talk to a painter yeah. or talk to someone who did something else. So um, I'm grateful for everybody I met there. And I feel like that's what kind of pushed me to be there right. because I did enjoy freelancing for so long, but I did mm. want to kind of Got you. You were more along the lines of you wanted to get an artist community together and, you know, you wanted to join and you wanted to be a part of one compared to you are already doing freelance. So let's let's backtrack a little bit. So you were doing freelance and then you were like, OK, like, you know, I want to, you know, go to school, be around a community, learn and, and build, you know, my skills prior to you going to school, like, how can you, you know, walk us through like how your freelance experience was like before and after like school? And would you say that, you know, you've definitely benefited and been able to like level up from that? Um, I feel like my freelance experience before school was very like rudimentary. It was like, okay. like you need a fly flyer or you need an invitation. I kind of know how to put some words together. <laughs> but um, during school, um, that was just something I did 
on my free time because I learned, because my teacher in high school was teaching computer graphics didn't mean she was interested in it. So mm. um, she was very um, traditional artist. So she would literally be painting while we're supposed to be learning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn um, professionally from her. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't learn professionally from anybody. When I got to my university, even then, um, they kind of taught me more about process than about like the actual software. Okay. So um, everything was kind of trial for trial and error for me. And I'm um, happy to say that I started that early before I got to college, not expecting them to teach me everything. Mm -hmm. Because um, if I, I feel like the trial and error is kind of hard. People kind of fear the error part of trying to error, but it's, I feel like learning early that that's, that's the part of learning and that'll get you further if yeah. you just experiment on your own and see what works, see what doesn't. Um, that got me further. Um, so I kind of feel like I pushed myself further throughout my college experience more than my academics, honestly. My academics kind of taught me the basics of being like punctual, how to, um, handle my business with professionals, um, yeah. how to see, um, I think graphic design is kind of like seeing, seeing that the line is off, seeing that um, this is a dot there, it's too lights to this, yeah. that's not the right lighting. So um, I learned that, like the basics from them, but as far as pushing myself through freelance, I kind of did that on my own because mm -hmm. I really just enjoyed creating. Like right. even if I didn't have someone to freelance for, I was making, I was redesigning album covers. Mm. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And then this is like more of a tangent question. Um, what would you say is like your favorite album cover of either 2021 or 2020? Um, my favorite album cover, that is so hard. There's, um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite album cover. I have favorite projects. Okay. But I don't think I have a favorite album cover. Um, because I feel like album cover art has become a little boring to me. Interesting. Um, but maybe that's because of the artists I listen to. Okay. Um, just who I listen to um, on a daily basis, kind of like R&B artists, they kind of, you know, just do the face. And then <laughs> you know, yeah. um, or like hip hop. Uh, I feel like hip hop can get into it, but yeah, it's still, you know, it's the same grain, it's the same scratches, <laughs> you know, the plastic wrap over it. So maybe it's music I listen to, yeah. but um, I feel like when it comes to album covers, I'm always drawing the color. Mm -hmm. So um, that'll probably be to more towards Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Or people with interesting color schemes that they seem to push throughout their work um, yeah. probably draw me more to their album covers. It's uh, it's interesting that you even brought up Tyler the Creator. Like you know, I got the Flower Boy vinyl like up there, but like even you know his most recent project, the Call Me If You Get Lost. Like I just thought that, I mean, one like he has good music, but like even if you're not really into the music, maybe it's not for you. It's like 
still aesthetically like you know kind of like the passport photo kind of like how he did like what he did with like the weekend where it's like they had like that brand where they are in costume like all the time like you know that hat or like that suitcase so you know but like going into and speaking about branding how, how do you think you were able to brand yourself like why, why were people coming to you like you know over other people that were doing creative things and um if someone is starting out today what tips and tricks would you provide to them to you know help them establish their brand because at the same time like there's, there's a lot of design to go around but at the same time people need to know about you yeah um, I feel like what really pushes me as a designer and what can be a tip and trick for someone upcoming is, it's cliche to say, but like, be your authentic self. And another thing is really push back on what you believe is a good design choice. Um, mm. I know you would like to, like people would like to share with people and like, how do you feel about this? take in the advice and take in what they're saying but if you feel strongly about the design choice you may keep it because yeah. that could be something that someone says that is something different and that could be the whole game changer um right. i feel like being at my university i've learned that the most is that pushing back my own ideas um, really helped me in the professional world because now i have i spent my whole college career on the same professors and they're kind of like um, not in a bad way, but they're kind of stuck in their ways, if I want to say. They kind of mm. stopped um, opening up and they've kind of accepted their role as a professional. So like, they're kind of like, you know, you come to me and this is kind of what you need to do and I'm going to point you in my direction. But right. your art is your direction. Right. So um, what you want to do is most important. Um, whether it's whether you consider it bad after a few years or whatever you can still say it's you at the end of the day um all my projects i pushed back and pushed back and people always say like you should change this or it will look better this way but you have to realize what's critique and what's personal preference um because your personal preference is what sets you aside right so you have to make sure you keep that about yourself because um, it can be easy. Um, I feel like a lot of artists are sensitive. A lot of artists are um, insecure. insecure. Would you say a lot or would you say all? Like, isn't I everyone? I say all. I mean, <laughs> you, you're very like, I don't want to share this or uh, I don't know about this, but um, just do it. Do it while you're anxious. Do it while you're, I mean, putting it out there is putting it out there. It's something you did. And now as long as you're proud of it, you should be putting it out there. I mean, that's how a lot of artists i mean if you look at your favorite artists they were just putting things out there like mm -hmm. they focus on a project they put all their all the details together all everything they focus on something and what they made is what they made and they're proud of it so you put it out um just put it out into the world like stop being nervous about what people are going to say and stop asking people <laughs> what they what they will want to see out of your work when it's your work right um, so that's beautiful that's beautiful so now like you know you, you talked a bit about branding and you talked about like pushing back like you know on your art can you walk us through your creative process and like you know i asked a lot of designers right like there's 
there's times when they're working with clients and, you know, clients either give you full creative direction or, you know, maybe they're like, they, they want a little bit of input. And there's also times where like you shared, right. You're, you're working on like concept co cover arts or just projects that you're doing to express yourself. Um, and, you know, in your free time and your downtime, can you um, do, do those creative processes differ? And if so, can you elaborate a bit on those? Um, those creative processes do differ. Um, having cr creative control uh, is something that can be scary for mm. designers and it could also be like so freeing. So um, bringing on projects from clients is always um, nerve wracking because you want to please the client, but you also deem yourself as an artist. So right. you're communicating for them, you're helping them bring their vision to life, but you also have a certain standard of work you wanna um, put out there. You know, your name is attached to it at the end of the day and um, mm -hmm. you wanna put it in your portfolio. So you wanted to reach a higher ground than what you're on always. Yeah. So um, I feel like Having creative direction is always a plus, but a lot of the times people come to designers, they don't, they just want, it's like a painter and they just grab the brush and they're like, I want you to do this, but like, do it for me. But it's <laughs> like, you can't control my process. You can't control um, certain aspects of the work I'm putting in. Right. So you can give me a theme and you can give me what the project's about. You can send me the songs. But um, as far as creative direction, you might, the artists themselves might limit themselves because the designer has experience, um, mm -hmm. especially experience in just grabbing. I feel like designers like to grab a lot of photos. Yeah. Grab from a lot, like grab from a lot of visuals all the time. Um, like me, yeah, I love collaging. <laughs> I, I personally love collaging. I'm already collaging things in my head as I'm looking through photos. Yeah. So I just genuinely like looking at photos. Um, music videos are big for me. I just start looking at different music videos. And um, you're limiting yourself because the artist knows best, essentially. And right. you should be confident in the artist that you go to to bring your vision to life. So you shouldn't be like nitpicking in their process because then it'll it'll just crash the whole thing. So my my stance on No, nah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. No, it, it, it was more along the lines of like, you know, the how does your creative process differ between you working with clients and you expressing yourself like doing projects in your free time? Okay. So that's well, how you, you, you still drop some gems and we'll, we'll circle <laughs> back to that. Okay. Um, so yes, working with clients is a different process. Working by myself, um, I could, as a, I feel like I'm more, I work more of it as an artist. I feel like designers are kind of for, for the people. Yes. But as an artist, um, you know, you have to, you have to be, constantly collecting, constantly um, visualizing. Um, and I don't feel like 
I can crush out something new every day. But when I have the spark, I could get some of my best work done in an hour. Yeah. And I try to not, um, my creative process is more, um, just keep learning. Keep, like, if you think of, if you see like a heat map image and you're like, I love the way it looks every time I see it, look up how to do it and then try it out for yourself. And then if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And if it does, keep going. Like, that's kind of how I work. And if I see a project or I'm like, oh, I kind of thought about this project in an entirely different way. Because, you know, you you hear the name of the project and then you have your own vision. And then you see, like, them preview the, the cover art. And you're like, this is so dry. <laughs> You've had that moment. And Let's talk like, about it. And you're just like, this could be so much more elaborate but yeah every every time everything doesn't have to be crazy collage like how i like to think about it yeah like like how we were talking about earlier tyler creator the simple postcard was just enough i mean even the colors and everything else looks very specific right um so as long as it's detail oriented but um i feel like a lot of stuff is just like stuck on the cover or like certain typography is like popular so I just like stick it on there and I'm just like Mm -hmm. so my creative process is just gathering and it doesn't matter from where and at a certain point after I've gathered enough it's like something clicks right if that makes sense and then Uh, I just work on it so that makes a lot of sense and thank you for that and so like circling back to, you know, some of the things that you you dropped in, in your last answer, you know, it sounds like you, you know who you are, this is your brand, you have experience like pushing back on things like, hey, no, this is how it's gonna go, this is like my art. Now, my question is, have you ever fired a client before? <laughs> no. Um... I've just simply put my foot down. Uh, I've never had to fire. <laughs> no. yeah. But um, I'm just like, um, listen, this is what you're paying me for. Um, you're paying for not the, 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 <laughs> the full. Listen, <laughs> sweetie. Um, this is what you're paying me for. Like, this is what you are hiring me for is to lift this load off of you. Right. Um, use my expertise and what I've gathered to help you bring your vision to life. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie and say every client has been just like amazed by what I do, but that doesn't mean I didn't put, um, and that doesn't mean to anybody that they didn't put their all into it or that they didn't um, fully encompass the vision. It's just that some people have a narrow, they have their own vision in mind and at the end of the day we can't be in everybody's mind so um sometimes communication gets lost within clients and sometimes they don't end up happy and that's fine as well but as long as you're confident in what you did I feel I, I still feel great but sometimes when working with clients the communication gets fuzzy and um at the end of the day it starts to seem like they have something in their head that you just can't see. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's okay to just be like, okay, listen, you're either going to give me creative control of this or right. we're going to have to dead this. And 
I've never had to officially just like dead something, but um, I've I'd have had to like be like, guys, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. So, like I love your work, but I just want every little thing like I'm like, you love my work, just love what I do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, I have to have a heart to heart. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. No, that's that's beautiful. And what would you say are your favorite parts about freelancing? and your least favorite parts about freelancing? Um, my favorite part about freelancing is being able to, I mean, that part where you get excited and you're like, oh, I know what to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, oh, yeah, I know what I can do with this. And you get excited and then you're like- oh, Looking like God. Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So that's probably the most exciting part. It's like when you get an idea and like, it's almost like the person knows you can control this and you can just drive it your own way. Like you yeah. even can tell when people just um, give you like a, a list or like a bullet, like I want this color, I want this feel, I know you can do it. Yeah. And you're like, I see it in my head. And then it's just like, yes. Um, but my least favorite part would probably be um, just like going back in and editing after a really long time. Mm. Um, when people come back and they're like, that's not the right orange. I kind of want it a little lighter and just like the details <laughs> are just being nitpicked at. Um, yeah. But there aren't extreme, like there aren't like oh you accidentally erased half my head like that's a big detail but mm -hmm. it's like if you just want that a, a little more yellow than what you see I don't I don't necessarily like I feel like I mess it up the more I go back into it if that mm -hmm. makes sense so if I'm going back into it I'm just like no nah, I feel like what I did in the moment um of course I do edits like of course I do like if it's not working for you I got you but right um i feel like going back into it continues to mess it up um because the process was the process and then i, I didn't learn traditionally so sometimes i do something really good yeah. and i can never do it again which i enjoy <laughs> which i enjoy about my process because it's like okay one and done but also when someone's like can you do that effectively and i'm like i they they think I'm lying. I'm like I literally don't have don't know what I did because I literally click around and I experiment every time I do something. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the more I go back into it, I'm messing it up. So I really dislike that part of freelancing where they're like, "Can you go back and do this? Can you go back and do that?" I'm like, <laughs> no, with with the, with a heart emoji. <laughs> uh, as we wind down, can you walk us through your tech stack? Meaning, like, what programs, what software, what like assistance, like uh, plugins that you use to you know make your design business go round? Um, I use Photoshop, of course, um, but. I pretty much gather from every single thing. <laughs> um, I don't know what else, what kind of tech, what kind of programs I use. I probably use InDesign. When I'm okay. doing magazine layouts, I use InDesign. Mm. Um, 
I really don't use Illustrator at all. I use After Effects when I'm using like for videos or like I'm yeah. doing like an ad or um, cutting stuff up. I use After Effects in iMovie. Yeah. And um, that's probably it. I use Adobe Types and I even, as far as type, yeah, I will literally scroll through all those bootleg type. <laughs> The rougher the type to me, I'm just not for the bougie types. The rougher the type, <laughs> the better the better it looks because it just doesn't look like anything else. So I will scroll through a thousand fonts on one of those bootleg, like 1,001 fonts. You'll yeah. find a good one. I mean, there's always going to be like pages and pages of like what's going on. Diamond in the but you'll find, you'll find one and you're like, yeah, this fits with that. Yeah. And then when you experiment with it, you could do whatever you want with it. But yeah, as far as type, I mean, I get my basis from like Typekit, but I'll go online and look up anything, like any keyword and put font behind it. And then I'll scroll for days. Like, um, it's definitely like a research type of based thing when it comes to my type, because I'm just like okay. looking around. But everything else is Adobe, basically. Nah, like like fonts are, are are definitely huge and it's like like you said like if you if you go searching and and i think you know one of the biggest things about fonts is having a font that no one can recognize because it's like you know like i mean you're a designer so it's pretty much like oh like that's helvetica or that's impact or that's <laughs> this or you're like man they could have got like you know more creative yeah. with that like come on man yeah. um but yeah coming to a close um, who are your biggest inspirations and um, are there any um, other questions that you know that you would wish to answer or any other things that you would love to share with like the design community um I feel like my biggest inspirations will probably be um I would say color I'm really drawn to color um, mm. I'm not a person, but I could see colors together and picture something completely different. Yeah. So um, I guess you could say color schemes. Okay. Um, and palettes and all of that. I feel like I like contrasting things, um, but I also like the muted type of color schemes. I like, I like them all. But when I'm drawn to them, um, I feel inspired the most to like put them together because when I think about collage and putting photos together, I'm always looking at the lighting of the photo to see if they could actually work because you don't right. want to do all the tweaking on the lighting. So I feel like I look at color before anything, before what's even in the photo because I'm like, could the colors of these things work and blend nicely if I put them together? So. Mm probably color but as far as people it'll probably be anybody who's just like really confident about any work uh, or someone who is just like in everything and just is always learning about everything um some names would probably be like Tyler Creator he's like always trying to learn always trying to go somewhere always trying to like he's working on furniture he's working on shoes like he's working yeah. on everything wow so that's the place I, I will one day want to be in and, uh, anything i mean if anyone was like if i had the resources and someone was like you know how would you make a cool chair I'd be like i'm in a cool chair like i'll try 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm willing to try anything. And I want to be in that place where people just trust my creative vision to just try it and just open the studio up to me. Yeah. Um, and like somebody with like a lot of confidence and just kind of like um, attitude. I like attitude. Uh, I like people that talk trash. <laughs> they inspire me because it's like. You, so you like, you like, yay. <laughs> you like, yay. Um, um, I don't know if I like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like I love I mean everybody's gonna say this but I love younger yay but um I mean I like that he just says what he wants and so like if you take it you take it you don't you don't but more I feel more like Rico nasty more of like the women of today like yeah. the artists it's just kind of like this is how I feel and if you don't like it, you don't like it. So that's kind of what inspires me. Like, do do what you feel is right for you. Right. Yeah. Nah, it's uh, it's interesting that you even brought up like Rico Nasty because like, you know, I know you said you were inspired by colors, but I feel like with her cover art, with like her music videos, like she has like contrast and like, I mean, she's just a dynamic character regardless. So just like all fits in with our brand. So that definitely makes a lot of sense. But man, it's been a pleasure having you on, Nina. Um, I don't know if you had uh, any like additional tips and tricks that you wanted to share with the community. Um, I don't know. All right, you that's cool. Thank you for having me. Gracias, gracias. Thank you so much.